0: Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Palmer. This episode was recorded almost a year ago as a pre-interview. Our guest has over 40 years of experience in music as an entrepreneur, building a successful business with virtually no advertising and creating a worldwide following, generating over 50,000 personal notes and letters of support for his music. He's also the author of a bestseller, Touched by the music, how the story and music of Rochelle's song can change your life. He's enjoyed the privilege of being the guest and telling his story on over 140 podcasts with nothing but five-star reviews. He's had the honor of being number one on the guest leaderboard for Podmatch for many weeks. Please help me in welcoming Dave Coombs. How are you this morning?
1: Well, I couldn't be better. I on actually on vacation uh, at the moment oh. at the beach in North Carolina so
0: oh, well thank you for joining me while you're on vacation
1: you're my own you're my only podcast interview this week so i okay. i normally you know when, when i've got a vacation week i said nope i'm not going to book anything that week come on spend time with my wife and just enjoy relaxing a little bit
0: well like i said, than thank you for having me because i understand that 100% so um i won't keep you long uh the whole idea is just to make sure we have i've gotten on a couple of um calls with individuals where you know just right away we don't have a vibe and it happens and you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to make empty empty promises so we just i figure this is worth the the time it takes
1: Uh, i much prefer this Uh, uh, every interview that i've done and i do three or four podcasts a day so it's uh, I do a lot of them and those that go the best are the ones where I've had a 15 minutes or whatever to really connect with the host and we can just chat and you know become acquainted with each other first of all to where you're comfortable talking to each other and then we, the subject matter kind of takes care of itself in the actual interview but you need that chemistry and that eye contact and the you know just knowing about the person and even if it's not something you're going to even talk about in the interview at all it's nice to know about other, you know, what other hobbies do you have, and you know, who are you as a person? You know, what makes you tick? Yeah. So,
0: I think it's really important for me because I'm different as a host. I'm not going to be like any other host you've had, and I want to be that way um, because if I want to be different, I want to be unique uh, in the in the podcasting space, especially with online for authors. So, um, I've gone through your Podmatch profile i've created what i call a outline for our introductory Mm -hmm. interview it gives me the information that you've sent me um that way i know whether or not uh, you've signed the podcast agreement you've sent me assets you've sent me um your book and you've sent me the one sheet so as far as that goes i'm not waiting on anything except for this interview to make a decision Uh, and it's not my decision it's our decision Um, Mm -hmm. so um, I, I want to make sure that you know you like me as much as I like you, and if you don't, I want <laughs> you to tell me. No, I'm sorry, we're not going to be a fit.
1: Well, we, I have a feeling we'll be a fit, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll keep talking and uh, exploring and see what what we come up with.
0: Okay. Well, I'm I'm totally totally um, taken back in a way and very intrigued uh, by how it is that you have come to publish a book and the subject matter that the book is related to. Uh, I can say that's very unique. Uh, I don't know that if you're aware of anybody else in your space that has um, you know taken their music to a book level.
1: Well you know there's a very famous songwriter and his name escapes me at the moment but he wrote a book called I wrote that one too. He, he is he is a prolific if you go to in, uh, uh, any public facility or whatever the uh you will probably hear a song and then if you're sitting next to this guy his name is steve uh steve whatever steve anyway he
0: I found him online <laughs> like say, sure. i wrote that one too yeah 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 <laughs> really
1: written some really famous songs for some very famous singer got people and so it's a very clever title for a book and I got to hear him and spend some time with him in person here in North Carolina uh, last year. And we, exchange, we exchanged books. <laughs> I gave him one of mine, and he gave me one of his books. And I enjoyed reading his and he enjoyed reading mine. But anyway, so there are, But there are. you're right, there are not that many songwriters or musicians that end up writing a, a book of their stories, of their journey with their music. Now, you know, you've got people like Dolly Parton, of course, you know, she's prolific. And yeah, she's got books plural but uh, folks that are not so famous are not necessarily going to be having their own book necessarily
0: but are those not biographies more so than like i'm not sure how yours is designed of course i haven't gotten into all of the details i'd like to do the homework after we decide to officially Mm -hmm. record i mean i do a bit of Mm -hmm. homework but i mean it's personal notes and letters of support for your music, but is this also your biography or it's, how is it's,
1: it's kind of a mixture, Jennifer. It's a, I call it almost a biography of a song. Uh, oh, the, this, I love that. The, the, I just love the, that. The, the Rachel song. Without that song, I probably, you and I would not be sitting here talking because that was what started it all, started the ball rolling for me. That was the first song I ever wrote. And that was 41 years ago. And uh, that song, I didn't plan to write it. It was one that, it just came to me. It was a, I guess you'd call it an inspiration. And I played it and everybody I played it for loved it. Uh, It got named for our godchild because I played it at her christening service two years later after I wrote it. So it became Rachel's song named after the little baby Rachel. And then it got recorded three years later in Nashville uh, again. Uh, you know, I heard you mention in one of your previous podcasts about a divine tap on the shoulder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I,
1: I call I call those God winks. And now yeah. I borrowed oh, I, I borrowed that. that term from Rush uh, Squire Rushnell. He wrote a little book called When God Winks, oh. and it's all it's all about. And it's, it's just a tiny you can you can read it in two or three hours. But it's a neat little book about why these things are not they seem to be coincidences. But in hindsight, they could not have been coincidences. And so he calls them God winks. And I love that uh, that that metaphor for the, uh, the God wink. And yeah. in some cases, I think mine was more than a wink. It was a real nod to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got uh, a download.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a, a direct load here, download from heaven. Here. Yeah. So but anyway, so that song began the, the process and that, that the book is really the story of the... Yeah, I, I do, I, I found that I had to, in writing my book, I I needed to give some context. Mm-hmm. So I did go back and give some biographical information about you know, the family I was born into and how I was raised around and around music all my life. <clears throat> but it really, the story starts with that writing of Rachel's song in 1981 and, and forward of how I, it, It became over 120 songs that I ended up writing, 15 albums worth of music that I ended up recording, and over 170 songs recorded in Nashville, Tennessee with a marvelous young man who's now more like a brother. Gary Prim is the artist, and uh, he is much loved and quite famous in Nashville as a studio musician. He is you, you can hardly name a famous star in Nashville that hadn't used Gary as a keyboard player in their recordings. Okay. So it, so the book is really a biography of the song, if you want to think of it, because of, of the music and uh, and how it touched. And it really, I wouldn't have written the book probably if I hadn't heard letters and notes from over 50,000 people writing to me unsolicited, Mm-hmm. their stories about how my music touched their life and these were really i mean you get your some. <laughs> one of my friends says well this one's a two kleenex box story because <laughs> <Aww. laughs> you know, it really if you really if you're if you're like me when i'm reading something or seeing a movie yeah the tears kind of come easily you know when i the sound of music i cannot watch the sound of music movie without crying because the music is just so Touching and so powerful, and so my the stories in my book are, are similar and that they, many of them, will evoke some some leakage out of your tear ducts.
0: Okay, well, I'm absolutely looking forward to reading it. I love music. My daughter's a musician, um, and she's young, so I don't what know if she'll she continue to everything.
1: Okay, <laughs> daughter, good.
0: She plays a guitar, she plays a piano, a clarinet, a tenor sax, and a trumpet at this point
1: wow okay here's what i want you to do after sometime when your daughter is around and you've got your computer there bring up my website and in the middle of my front page of my website there's a play rachel song button and i want you to ask your daughter come here i want you to listen to this what do you think about this song and it will play the entire it's not a sample it's the whole song in full fidelity so when play it for her, and, and I want you to see her reaction. How does she? How and loves music. How would she react to that song? That would be an interesting, you know. Don't prejudice her with anything about you know you're going to be interviewing this person or anything. Hey, just listen to this song. See what you think. And uh, I have had I've gotten letters from teenagers and young people that just love my music and it. And they use it to study by because it doesn't have any words. So they can listen to it without being distracted by words, you know, rolling around in your head.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, well, so. and she's, She does. She has music in the background all the time. But again, I'm blessed by music because anytime she's playing, which is almost yeah. every day, I get to enjoy music. So I just, it's phenomenal. Wonderful.
1: That is phenomenal. And I have a feeling that you're, daughter will end up being a fabulous musician in whatever instrument or instruments, plural, that she decides to pursue because that passion sounds really sincere and really deep. Now, a lot of kids they are so distracted, I got to go to soccer practice, I got to go do this, I got to go do that. And they won't spend the time on task with their instrument, whether it's a piano or a saxophone or a guitar or whatever instrument, yeah. it takes time on the instrument, to practice to become really good. And you can, I can always tell a kid that you have to tear them away from their instrument to come eat supper. That's a, that's a kid that has a passion for their, their music when they, they love it so much that you have to say, you got to get away from that. Come over here and let's eat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when I built my own music business back in 1980s, I found a niche. And I built a, a a sales channel myself. Me and two other musicians across the country, we created our own market channel, play and sell market and gift shops. We were the first. I've sold millions of dollars worth of my music through gift shops around the country. Of course, but now that model has been consumed by everybody else. Having they 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 recognized what I'd done and they jumped on the bandwagon. And so pretty soon it was everybody else but i had already made my my money on the the channel because i was an early adopter and creator of the thing yeah and it's, yeah. it's kind of similar to you know in the social media i have not found a way to break through the noise of all you know like podcasts there are only like three million podcasts in the world That's right. uh, so you, you've got the same problem how do you break through your podcast against all these other pod matches just got a sampling now I'm the number one guest on podcast right now. I have been for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I've I talked to Alex and Alicia, and they're complimenting complimenting me on being there. But mm-hmm. but still, there are, there are millions of podcasts out there. How in the world do you set yourself apart from those and and garner the the viewership? And in your case, you want the conversion not only to. You want to convert them into clients that take your services of being able to help them further whatever the market whatever they're trying to market whether it's books or it's, in, in this case it's, it's books
0: my model is definitely monetizing the podcast and being different and and finding ways the podcast for me is a lead generator mm-hmm. I, so um, i yeah. have a very different focus i
1: have access to uh, very successful high, high income coaches, you know, like I have access to Jack Canfield, he wrote, the, he wrote the forward to my book. So he and I are friends. Yeah. So, you know, there's, I have access to these people, but even with their suggestions, the niche that I'm in with, with music and being a, a, a nonfiction, almost a biography kind of book. The marketing and the monetization of that is very different, different than how to book, you know, five ways to do this, seven ways to do that, mm-hmm. how to lose weight in three days, you know, all, all these books, you can, those are marketable and really mon- e- more easily monetized than a book telling a story about a song and, and music. I am semi-retired, I'm 70, I'll be 75 in a couple of weeks.
0: Wow,
1: my Congratulations. Wife, and my wife is retiring. She is the controller for the state of North Carolina, oh. and so she's retiring at the end of June. And so we're planning on scaling back a little bit. So, for example, I would not sign up to do a podcast at this stage in my life because we want the freedom to be able to do some travel and visit visit people we haven't visited in three or four years, yeah. and uh, those kind of things. So my my monetary and personal situation is a little different than a young whippersnapper that's just written a book man i gotta make a living out of this thing and <laughs> i gotta really go for it i'm not in that position if i never sell another book i'm still good so it's it's it's, it's all right but you're uh, in it for
0: the passion i love that. Yeah.
1: okay i'm in it for spreading the, the my music around the world because i know it touches people so my book is really just not a lead generator but a lead uh, a pointer to my music to say go go listen to this music and hope it hopefully it'll touch you as well yeah. And so that's I have a little different motivation I guess than some folks, but maybe but, but I really uh, enjoy the podcast. You
0: know Thank you so much and I hope you continue to listen to them and I look forward to putting you on them and uh, I will definitely take your advice there and as I can get her attention i will <laughs> I will definitely be yeah. listening to to Rachel's song with her
1: and if she wants to reach out to me, she can send me an email I'd be happy to communicate with her as well to give her some encouragement.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dave.
1: Okay. All right. Well, well, thank you, Jennifer. Okay. Bye Uh now.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and share. And we always love reviews. Until next time, thanks for listening.